listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. Oh, hey, I'm Sarah Stasiak, and I'm here with my buddy Leonard Sumner, and we're sitting on concrete, and I don't know about you, Leonard, but my butt's sore. A little yeah. bit? A little bit. Yeah. My back is kind of like resting. We should have brought like little camp pillows or something to sit on while we were listening to Rich, Rich Police Radio. Radio. I'm your regular host Sam and I am outside at the Forks um, and we're going to talk about the Interstellar Rodeo. So I think the best way to do this is if um, the, my two guests today want to just introduce themselves and what their role is with the event, we can kind of go from there. 
Sounds super. My name is Sarah Stasiak, and I suppose we would call me the producer of Interstellar Rodeo Winnipeg. Okay. My name is Leonard Sumner, and I'm one of the performers at Interstellar Rodeo. Cool. Okay. And thanks, thanks again for having me here, guys. This is a... Uh... You know, this is, this is where it's happening to, right? This this, is, this, we're, in the, we're at the stage. This of is the pretty forks. much where it's happening. Yeah, we bring in a big rock and roll stage because this shell here that's at the Forks isn't um, really set up for the kind of production that we're doing. So we bring a big stage called an SL320, okay. which sounds super official, and uh, roll it in on the cobblestone. And so it tightens up the whole kind of performer or the, the uh, audience space and then it allows us to use this backstage where we're sitting here cool. as backstage. Cool, cool. Okay, I guess uh, a good way to start would be maybe to get a bit of background on the festival. I know it's, this will be the second year in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. but it exists also in Edmonton as well, right? Yeah, we're going into our uh, fifth year in Edmonton okay. this year. Um, and so it, Interstellar Rodeo is the product of Six Shooter Records, which is an indie record label based in Toronto that's been going since uh, about the year 2000. Um, several artists that we might know, like Whitehorse and Tanya Tagak, the Strumbellas, Hoxley Workman, the Rio Statics, more recent stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's been happening uh, in Edmonton for five years and kind of the intention was to build a, a lovely, intimate festival that was pretty eclectic in music, but all kind of had its theme in excellent songwriting. Okay. So, you know, we kind of go from there. It can be, it can be kind of any genre, but the idea is storytelling, songwriting, good voices. Um, so that's kind of at the heart of it. Um, and, and then also in an environment that is a little bit more, a little bit more chill, a little bit more adult, um, and uh, sophisticated as far as the uh, food and wine choices go. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. there's, I mean, there's a lot of festivals that seem to be starting up in Manitoba. Like mm-hmm. Every day you hear about new ones, but this is a little higher profile. I mean, the, the acts at this uh, a lot of older town, big, fairly big name yeah. artists. Um, yeah, it's amazing how uh, how much the budget is on talent, but we spend a lot of the budget on talent. We want to bring people to bring artists interstellar rodeo who are a little bit away from the norm in some cases um again like kind of all in that theme of, of excellent in songwriting and, but a, a mix of you know kind of iconic names that you might know and have known forever like last year dwight yoke on blue rodeo those are the kind of people right. this year with wilco and katie lang and in the case lang beers um so uh yeah it's uh it's, it is definitely the higher budget for talent um, and higher profile and we want it to be kind of a, a really signature event that uh, attracts people to the downtown of Winnipeg as opposed to their cottages on that weekend. <laughs> Is that where the Forks was chosen because of the location? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. location, accessibility um, and it's also pretty beautiful too like with the skyline on one side and yeah, the museum yeah. and the bridge on the other. Um, it's a pretty great space to be in and it's also a, a meaningful location with kind of the work that they're trying to do here and it's been you know for centuries and millennia uh, gathering place and so we kind of pick up on that, that cool. uh, vibe. Okay and Leonard you're performing at uh, the show this year? Yeah I'm performing this year and uh, I came last year as a guest. Okay. I checked it out. I saw, saw Steve Earle, I saw Justin Towns Earle, oh, nice. I saw Dwight Yoakam and then Blue Rodeo. Yeah it was cool man it was pretty uh, it's a very adult festival you know. So, well, you guys have both said that now. So what? I mean, how, yeah. what, what do you mean by adult festival? Like, I mean, what, what differentiates it? I guess from more of the youth kind of oriented festivals. I found the audience. You know, yeah. like the audience, the people that came for those like bigger names are people that are a little bit more. They want to come and watch the music. You know what I mean? They're here to listen. They're not here to like party and like 
you're here to have a glass of wine or whatever and just kind of chill out and have a good time and listen to music and like the atmosphere is very adult you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it's not and it, it usually gets started in the evenings right so like yeah, yeah I mean, like it's late our, afternoon we start at noon on saturday and sunday oh, friday okay. starts at 4 30 but it ends early too like it ends at 10 30. yeah so it's like you can go relieve your babysitters if you have kids right, right, right. or you can go party on if you want to go party on but the yeah. idea is uh is yeah to kind of keep the hours civilized to keep the ambiance civilized so it's it's safe and it's comfortable um, and, and and you can sit and watch and pay attention yeah. uh, to the music and uh, I mean there's it's it's certainly very fun but it's not uh, it's yeah. not super rowdy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at is the you know like cause some of the festivals I've been to like as soon as like the nighttime turns on and it's just like it's just like <laughs> crazy time. Yeah. crazy time. You don't want to yeah. be close yeah. to the yeah, stage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Although so. I have to say there were a couple girl fights during Dwight uh, <laughs> last oh, year. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, people were getting... Because of Dwight Yoakam or...? Maybe. It was a weird day though. It was super, super hot. It had been hot all week. And then there was like a massive approaching thunderstorm and you could see it and it might be coming and the electric was in the air, the electricity was in the air. Yeah. So it was just, it was, it was a weird feel. And people were super stoked about Dwight Yoakam too. So yeah. like, anticipation was high and, and it was getting like really busy on the site. And yeah, so I think it was that. And then maybe there were some beers, I don't know. But yeah. it was, there were, yeah, there were some... Uh, well, that's just like, you know, that's, like, it wouldn't be Winnipeg. If yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> there were some rowdy girl fights yeah, yeah. on there a hot There was a little Saturday. bit of tension in there, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I guess There's you almost have to plan for that, right? When you're putting on a show, you got to plan totally. for at least a couple of those. Yeah. Totally. And that's kind of what's also really great about the Forks is that uh, they work, they've got a really knowledgeable um, and kind of... I don't want to say in, in, invisible, but in the background security, like they have people who are always wandering the site, paying attention and, yeah. and breaking things up before they start. So it's not an aggressive security force, but it's people who are kind of, you know, just, just paying attention to the audience. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they're prepared for anything. They're, you know, they're so slick at, at de-escalation. Um, but thankfully not too much had to happen here. It's <laughs> good, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Well, I was at a festival in Ontario, in Aurelia, and I talked to some of the artists that were like, there were um, they, there was police that came through the festival like they, they have their guns you know and oh, they have yeah, their like they're walking cool. around the festival and like it's a really uh, you know what i mean like nothing's gonna happen you know yeah, what i mean so yeah. a lot a lot of the artists like were like why are, why are there cops here yeah. walking and it around? brings all the tension up yeah it sucks too, right? the fun out of it because right? mm -hmm. you're super uncomfortable because yeah 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 although i have to say in dwight yokum's writer it did say um two armed policemen oh, wow. and so our um the, the woman who uh six shooters predominantly run by women and the woman who is uh, going through the riders and negotiating back and forth crossed it out she's got a fa fantastic british accent and so she was explaining it to me she crosses it out she goes, oh, this is canada <laughs> we don't have those here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my terrible british accent but yeah so we crossed that off and uh it, it was a non-issue <laughs> he was cool although he did drive his tour bus right up to the stage like yeah. yeah, like over the grass and everything onto the. Comes through the side here, and he just pulled it all the way backstage. I think he might have walked about twenty feet wow. on the land. He's, he's a, I think he's a bit of a diva. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think. So. Is that the like key? Once you get to that level of success, you can just do that. Yeah, and I mean he's been a star Yo, forever. Okay. Is it true that he has uh, an extra? Like you have to pay extra if you want him to wear the tight pants. <laughs> 
I've heard I think at this stage in his career, he's just gonna wear his tight pants yeah. if you'll yeah. let him. Okay, that's hilarious. I heard, yeah, I heard that I it was like an extra. Charge. I didn't hear that option. I don't know. I heard it. I heard it was like an I extra. Maybe thing. Shauna just bought in. Like, maybe. I mean, I can't imagine not. Yeah, because like, you, you get the way you, 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 you want to support, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. So, how do you think you fit into the lineup? I mean. uh the lineup, obviously, as you said, is, is pretty, it's fairly diverse, but I mean, it definitely seems to me, anyway, last year's and this year's, to have kind of a, I mean, songwriters, yeah, and, and kind of a Rusty element to it mm -hmm. as well, a lot, of the, a lot of the groups, I mean, even with the soul groups and things like that, it's, you know, kind yeah. of a, and, and you, you definitely have that vibe with your stuff as well, I mean, you know, you, the acoustic uh, elements and the folk, country, hip-hop all kind of blended together, so do you think that you're a good fit for the show, like, is it kind of your type of crowd, maybe, that might appreciate what you do? I or? don't know, man, like... In my head, I'm always like, nobody's gonna get this. You know what I mean? Like, so like everywhere I go, like it takes me. It doesn't make sense until I'm on stage. Right. So like, I think I think I'll have some sort of anxiety and some sort of like, oh man, what the hell am I doing? Right until I'm on stage, until I'm done. Yeah. And then it'll go away. Typically, it goes away. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you just <laughs> ride it through. Yeah. And then you just do it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. if like, you don't know if you don't know who you're gonna connect with. You don't know you're gonna like. It's just like even when you select songs for your album, like I had a song that I put I put on my album that I just about it was was too personal, you know what I mean? Like it was it felt too emotional when I was listening right. to it, and I didn't want to put it on. And that one's like it's been featured on Sirius Satellite Radio, you know what so I mean? Like and so some people so like people, it, yeah. yeah, so people like the, the stuff. Typically, the stuff you really are in love with as a, as an artist, it, it really like is not what connects with everybody yeah. else for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think I'm a good fit for the for the audience here. And then like being from Winnipeg, like being born here and yeah. like growing up near Winnipeg, and then like now getting recognized across Canada as a, as an artist, I feel like people from home now are, are starting to accept like, oh yeah, that guy's he's from Winnipeg. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like or he's he's from Manitoba. And Part he's, of our he's, scene. And yeah, yeah, like we. He's one of our people. You know. Yeah. So I think I think people. You know. Sometimes you know, like my music isn't uh, isn't. Uh, I don't want to say it's not understood by some people you know what i mean so like the hip-hop in the country they're like what you know well, yeah, and it seems on the surface like yeah, a weird combo right yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then you hear it and they're like oh, okay i get it you know mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah I, I think i'm a good fit you know i like i like sam outlaw i'm a big fan of his he's really good yeah. isn't he yeah. Yeah. yeah and then like uh all the other artists like nico case and then like katie lang they've yeah, been, yeah. like they've been legends for a long time already so it's just nice to see like like I came home I, was, I don't know where I was I was on the road somewhere and I came home and I saw the interstellar rodeo on uh, Metro News and I saw like my name like underneath Nathaniel Radcliffe or whatever oh, yeah. and I'm yeah. like man that's pretty cool you know like cool. so I think it's I think people you know whether, whether they like it or not you know what I mean like I think everybody's gonna have a good time and, like, yeah yeah there's like a little bit of flavor for everybody anyway right like you don't go to a festival to just see one person mm -hmm. you see to discover new acts you know yeah like, definitely uh, for sure yeah. yeah and that's totally part of our part of our intention is to do some you know obviously some names that people are going to recognize but then it's that artist discovery stuff like what can we put on the stage that is kind of bubbling in some places that hasn't yet hit you know the general awareness right. or even the critical awareness in some cases here um, and what can we put on the stage like Tao and the Get Down Stay Down I think is a good example of that they kind of have some critical awareness but they're certainly not a household name by any stretch but I think they're and they're also a weird kind of blend of almost like a punk folk thing right it's you know and I guess that's part of the it's got the, like one foot in the kind of same mm -hmm. styles as the rest of them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah exactly it's like one foot in everybody there's there's this common link of like an Americana roots um, songwriter base but then it's one foot somewhere totally else right
Because I mean that, 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 is, that is what the best thing about festivals is. You go because you want to see one or two names on the on the bill, and then you find a million yeah. other ones that are great. So yeah, and it's pretty great too. How many people are just so open to that and yeah. open to paying attention to bands that they don't know? Like it's always just kind of it's it's encouraging and and uh, I wouldn't say refreshing because it's it, I, I forget that people are as open as they are when it comes to the musical tastes. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be something that they know and yeah. they think yeah you know like. 
Oh, that's actually really good. I haven't heard of it, and it's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how development works. <laughs> yeah. Is there a? I mean, is is putting local artists on the bill is that a priority? Like, you want to have a few? I know yeah, you, both years you've had. Uh, you know, it is a it is a priority, and I mean, in, in, I wish. It's interesting, like my background is having worked at Manitoba Music where my job was promoting local artists. Right. And so, I mean, I know the breadth and depth of talent. And I know um, just how how great it is to have to, to be involved with, with kind of the local scene. But it's tough on this stage because we have so few slots, first of all. Right. Um, and then it's with all the festivals that are happening around the city and throughout the province and whether it's, you know, even into Ear Falls and, and the Trout Forest. Um, there are almost everybody who would fit is playing somewhere. Yeah, they're already so, taken, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there, I mean, there's only a select few who fit our vibe because we're not going to do something that's kind of a, a straight up folk or a straight up country because it needs to have a little bit of that edge to right. fit our thing. Um, so there really aren't that many artists, first of all, who kind of who fit, and then when when there are people who fit, sometimes they're playing elsewhere or whatever. So. I mean, it'd be great to be able to do to do more, um, but it also I think it makes it a little bit more special. The, the folks who we do end up working with, like they're definite fits. Like, you know, there's no we're we're not trying to fill a local quota. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Obviously. But I mean, yeah, everyone who's local seems like a good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It fills in well with with everyone else on there, so that's that's cool. It's good. I, I mean, yeah, like we've uh, on the show, I've had a lot of. Uh, people who would kind of fit in that country roots folk sort of mold and uh, often what comes up when we talk to them and I'm curious what both of you think about this is that Winnipeg seems to have I mean first of all Winnipeg has millions of people playing music that is related in some way to those kinds of music I mean yeah. for some whatever yeah. reason it's country's popular here uh, folk's popular here blues anything yep, that has totally. that sort of you know from that sort of sphere but I've always found that people in Winnipeg tend to like that kind of music a little bit off like they like to they like mm. to be broken or fuzzy or punky mm-hmm. or mixed with something else or weird and I don't know if that's necessarily the same everywhere else. I think a lot of places would be quite happy to just have straight country artists, whereas Winnipeg seems to gravitate towards the country band with the guy who screams, yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or like the or, or the guy who raps or, or or you know something is slightly tw- a twist on it. You know, so do you think that I mean, have you noticed that about Winnipeggers that they kind of want to hear that kind of music but they want it to have something different? Yeah, I mean, I think I credit um, the Winnipeg Folk Festival and its 40-plus years of history here in you know, creating a community that's really informed in folk and roots yeah. and, and even into the, into the country. Um, and so, therefore, the straight-up country roots folk, whatever, isn't that exciting because we've all heard it for 40-plus years yeah, yeah, out of Birds yeah. Hill Park. So I don't know if that's, if that's why, but I think... Um, and, and also, you know, maybe it's our parents listen to the straight up, so we don't want the straight up. We want the straight up plus, plus something that's know. a little bit more, you know, a little bit more contemporary or whatever. I don't know. It's it's always hard. It's like it's always hard to figure out what causes a scene to yeah. behave in a particular way. Yeah, well, I mean, have you noticed that Winnipeg kind of is? I mean, it's because you play a type of music that is kind of melding all these different genres. I think it's a generational thing, yeah. man, to be, like, honest with you. Like, I think the old people still like old country Straight music. Yeah. You know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think the young people, like, if you grew up in the 90s, like, if you were young in the 90s, you like hip-hop, that's still rap, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have conversations with my friends that are like, man, I don't get this future, I don't, like, it sounds stupid, like, you don't even, you don't, you don't even know what they're saying. And, like, that's what people were saying to us I know. when, yeah, like, sure. we were young <laughs> listening yeah, yeah, to rap. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's generational, but it's also, like, the way I see it is, like, the influence of pop culture where I was coming from. 
uh, we got it in phases that were a couple years behind the city. Right. You know, yeah. so like growing up on the res, it was like whatever was cool in the city was kind of cool about two years later. You know what I mean? So I kind of grew up in phases of the coolness and then like the or whatever you thought was cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> because of those baggy pants I wore back in the day. <laughs> They're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty They're cool. Not, definitely not so cool in 2016. Yeah. But, uh, they might come back. But it, 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 it's just in case. But like, you know, like it's that, like for myself, I grew up listening to like KY58 with okay. my mom. Yeah. And then like on the car rides to Winnipeg, when we did come to the city, it was like Conway Twitty and like Dwight Yoakam. And then, like, as my brother was older than me by, like, four years, he got into hip-hop. So I started listening to some of the hip-hop in my teenage years when you're looking for something to, like, be angry and rebel yeah, with. Yeah. Totally. And then, like, so when I started making music, I started out as a rapper and I used to write a lot of hip-hop stuff. But I would sing at these talent shows where the country bands were and I'd be singing Freddie Fender. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, as soon as... When I learned how to play guitar, I was like, I could put my lyrics over this and I could write a hook and I can sing it, you know? So like, it was just a natural progression for me. So I think like people from Winnipeg are used to hearing a whole bunch of different genres because it's a pretty diverse city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as like why, I don't think we can really explain why. I yeah, think it's yeah. just one of those things that kind of happens. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you, uh, I mean, that you as a kid were listening to all that stuff in the car and stuff like I mean so oh, kind of yeah. like the osmosis right it gets sucked into your brain and it's sort of it's oh, floating man. around I still to... listen to old country yeah. music I listen to old I, I listen to like Redheaded Stranger like probably That's a great album, yeah. like 12 times this year you know nice, what I mean yeah. like in yeah. like in like so I, I was I remember I, like I went to I went to I went to Hawaii I was listening to it there and I'm, and when I'm back home I'm listening to it at home <laughs> and when I'm in the city I'm cruising around listening to it so yeah. like I just love that old country music and like if if I could write like that, if I could play like that, definitely That's I would. It, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. this it's not it's not really who I am, right? So like Well yeah, what you're doing is more authentic because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it's more authentic to my stuff experience. still seeps through it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah there's yeah. traces of it there, you know, because like I I will I'll write a rap verse where where I'll reference, you know, like wasted days and wasted nights, you know what I mean? Right. And like and people are like it sounds cool, but like the influence of it's like kind of like The Simpsons. They used a lot of influence from like old James Dean movies. Yeah, right, and you and see they, the movie twenty years later. And yeah, you're like, oh, that's yeah, crazy. yeah. yeah, that, like, yeah. It's, it's good. It works on the surface, but yeah. then there's also yeah, yeah there's, there's also, also and yeah. when you realize what that influence. is, yeah, it's like it would, it's like a light bulb goes off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think you know, like everybody's always kind of inspired by different things, and they you know they they always say there's nothing new under the sun, right? Like every idea has been out there, and it's just. Like the baggy jeans that are on their way back. Yeah, it's just gonna come back and it'll yeah. be cool again. You know? Do you have a kind of similar background? I mean, is this the kind of music you grew up listening to, or is this totally? You uh, know, I I think I would call myself a subculture hopper. Okay. You know, like I spent I, I spent my formative years. And probably when I I think I've turned sixteen at the Albert. You know, like so I spent my formative years sneaking into bars to see bands. Yeah. So music particularly live music um, was was super important to me and still is um, and it's kind of what I was able to see like the exciting music of the time was like heavy music like yeah, punk yeah. and metal and that kind of thing so that's where my own music came from my dad was in bluegrass band a straight up really boring bluegrass band <laughs> um, and so that was the music that I was listening right. to at home and my, both my parents were kind of into the into folk music in general and so I did grow up at the folk festival when I was picking my own music it was maybe rebelling from that and going the the 
you know, grungy bars and yeah. watching, you know, people spit and <laughs> shake things and whatever. Um, so yeah, I kind of started with the, with the punk rock, moved into ska a little bit. Then I got really into Britpop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I you know I played in that ska band for a little while. Uh, so I was a little bit musical, but I never really it just never really fit my lifestyle. And then, um, but live music like throughout my I mean I was a business student at university and throughout my university career, you know my business student friends were going to wherever Monty's or something, yeah, and yeah. I'd go downtown and see live see rock band. shows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So live music. And it, so it never really mattered about the genre. It was just kind of more about the scene. It was more about what was energetic and what people were responding to. And um, yeah, just so yeah, it's all, it's been a total mix of everything. But cool. um, like a lot of people, once you kind of, you know, or get a little bit older, maybe you go back to some of the stuff that you listened to initially. And so yeah, yeah. that's where the kind of the roots but the alt roots right, is what right, I'm interested right. in and what I pay most, most attention right. to. Which kind of makes sense considering yeah. the festival and stuff, yeah. 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 But it's interesting because I've I found that like over the past, it, very, very gradually, I've become really into country. Like yeah. it, it, I didn't <laughs> see it happening. Like it, all, all of a sudden, like a few months ago, I was at a country show. And I'm thinking to myself, how did, this, <laughs> how did this happen? How did this happen? Like 10 years ago, I would have been like, I'm not going to a country show. But it yeah, all happened to you. Yeah, it yeah. just, it, and I, I, I was looking, you know, thinking about what I've been listening to and there's a lot of country in there. And I don't yeah. know where it came from. It just... It's always been there. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's also funny. Like if you look at like Corblen, for instance. Yeah. Old punk rocker turned country. A lot of old punk rockers. And it's edgy yeah. country, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, a lot of a lot. That's just a, it's an interesting progression of you oh, know musical shit. preferences. I just spilled coffee on the. Well, as long good as thing we're touch. on concrete steps, though. As long as it doesn't touch the recorders, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah well, we'll, we'll see. see. Doesn't sound so great on the air right now. Um, cool. Okay. Is, is there? Um, I mean. At this year's event, are, are there particular artists that, that each of you are really excited about seeing? I'm sure probably yeah. most of them since, you know... Yeah, it depends on the day, which one is my favorite. I mean, I'm trying to not get too excited, but I'm so excited to see Wilco. Yeah. I love them so much. I've seen them so many times. Country influence, for sure. They, they just that, yeah. They yeah. rip. Like, yeah. They are a rock band. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Wilco, absolutely. But I mean, it's like from top to bottom, it's all stuff that like Nathaniel Rateliff, I'm super interested to see. He looks like he does a really good live show. The, yeah. live, the live videos I've seen look really great, but it's all about that live energy for me. So there's some of them I've never seen before okay. um, that I'm really stoked to see live. Yeah. What were you doing? Sam, Sam Outlaw for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I'm really into country music and like, yeah, I listen to his album couple times and I was like I'm sold you know like I want to like, it's yeah, a great yeah, album yeah, isn't it it's his yeah. first record too yeah like, and I think he worked with like Ryan Adams or something yeah. for okay. some of the yeah, songs yeah he's a little yeah. bit of work with Ryan Adams so, and Ryan Cooter I think produced it I'm not sure yeah. but I listened to I, I remember like I was I was kind of going through it you know what I mean the heart the, you know I've seen this girl whatever we broke up and I was like uh, I listen to some country music you know yeah. so I like put on a CD or put on on Spotify actually I put it on and I was listening to it and I listened to the album and there was one song I can't remember what it's called Ghost Town? Yeah That's uh, the one Ghost probably. Town Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. That's the song Wish 
see you can feel the life we once felt on these streets But you can't No, you can't Cause I'm on my way Through some kind of ghost town I'm on my way back home I'm on my way Wish that I could Listened to it once, and I was like, "Holy Haunty, shit!" Doesn't it? Like, and, and then I stopped. I have to check that out. And I stopped, and then I wrote a song. Awesome. It was like it was like one of those things where it's like it doesn't it doesn't sound like his song, obviously. You know, I didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. It yeah. just inspired just, me to yeah. write a song, and ever since that moment, I've been like, I need to see this guy live. You know, so that was uh, that was my moment. That's so that's the artist for me is the Sam Outlaw. Yeah. Cool. 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 yeah. I've seen. I've had the privilege of seeing him a few times. He's on Six Shooters label, um, and. Uh, 
he he's excellent live and he's just he's such he's such a serious songwriter like he's a kind of a master crafter you know um, and that shows totally shows in his work cool well for me looking at the just looking at the, the list of artists yeah. uh, Lee Fields is the one that stands out yeah like I um, I remember hearing an interview with him I guess it was last year on CBC and I was well, going for a walk listening to the radio and I actually stopped and wrote down his name because that's not like Faithful Man the single it it was awesome. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't happen very often where I'll actually stop what I'm doing to write somebody down because I want to check it out. And yeah, I, I love um, I love soul music, and uh, I feel like, you know, obviously soul and R&B have been around for a long time, but it's been a long time since there's been people like him and like Charles Bradley who kind of do the the screaming thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, they, a lot of R&B is very a lot softer and a lot more kind of uh, yeah. you know lower key. Accessible. But I, 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 yeah, I love the just kind of full on like soulful. Giver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, and old I, guys I too. Know, it's great. I don't know his music super well. Um, I actually hadn't heard him at all until he was on the lineup. I don't okay. do the booking myself, um, and so I'm listening through everybody, and he came up, and it was like I mean he's 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 legit. Like I mean he's been doing it for since 1969 years. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that kind of music, like, like for me, isn't always super exciting because it's been done and it's been familiar. Well, it's a throwback sort of deal. Yeah, yeah but yeah. when I heard his song, I'm like, oh, this, like, it sounds like a super fresh take on yeah. a super old style, but it's just the way it always has been, you know? And yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty... People just weren't paying attention. Yeah, and finally, yeah, 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 yeah. Finally, you know, 45 years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm really excited about him. And the, the um, um, Charles Bradley played at uh, Interstellar Rodeo in Edmonton cool. last year, and the crowd was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it just like people get so excited. It's Actually, is he is he playing here? Too I think he's year? playing at the Burn Coming oh, somewhere okay. at some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? Is in he? The fall, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, he puts on a hell of a show. I just saw him for the first time. I just saw came across his music. I don't know where Spotify or something like oh, yeah. that. You know, like and uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. And he spent like the majority of his career. I don't know how old he is, but he spent the majority of his career. As this James Brown impersonator, yeah, yeah and then just find like just kind of found his own voice, oh, nice. and so like he looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like, embodies James Brown and just does it. Well, and I think that's a good fit, maybe. Well, not not him, but uh, I mean Lee Fields too. Same same kind of thing for the like you're saying the adult audience because you can have older people who are maybe more open to not that young, not that young people aren't open to yeah. soul music, but people who are you know of the age where they either remember it or they they grew up with it in their parents' collection, yeah, things exactly. like that. Right, that's the crowd that wants to wants to hear that stuff. Yeah. So.
Yeah. I'm really also excited to see the Strumbellas. Okay. Um, they're also on uh, full disclosure, also a six shooter band. Um, but they've kind of blown up in the past six or eight months or so, and they're always a pretty fun. They've always been a pretty fun live band. But I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them after this six months of mayhemic touring, playing on like the late night talk shows. Like just to kind of see yeah. like from the live performance perspective, like how much can change in six months. Yeah, like, yeah. I imagine they're probably, you know, they they probably really honed their stage show. Like they, you know, they've always been great on stage. Um, but pretty ragtag and you know they also they come from the kind of more folk background um, so I'm really excited to see what the last six months how that how that translates on stage and what uh, yeah. what's new cool cool is there a certain uh, I don't want to say quota but I mean there, there are obviously a lot of six shooter related bands on, on the bill is that kind of a, a big part of it um, it's a- yeah it's it's part of it I guess it's uh I mean, it, it obviously fits the um, the, the genre, the festival, yeah, and the labels, yeah. uh, one and the same uh, style-wise. Um, but it's like who makes the most sense, right? It's like what artists are releasing records, what artists, um, who does it make sense to put on the stage? So, you know, if there's somebody like we wouldn't put Hoxley Workman on the stage this year because he released his record last year and doesn't right. have anything in the can coming up. Um, but yeah, so it just gives us a little bit of, of, of flexibility to give our our, our artists a play. Uh, at a good festival that that makes sense cool. for their careers. Okay, okay. What was the re- reaction like last year to the festival? I mean, I, I wasn't able to go, but I heard, I saw a lot of yeah. photos, and you know, people were talking about it like crazy because I, I think most people I know were, <laughs> were yeah. there. So it was good, you know. I mean, I didn't realize until like a day before, like, like holy crap, what if this fails? <laughs> what if everything like falls down? Yeah. And what if people don't like it? What if, what if we envision the space and it doesn't work? Um, but everything worked, so on the base level it worked, right. um, but even better than that, um, people were really, I, I think that people were excited about seeing this just different kind of format of festival in Winnipeg and something that they can ride their bike to, yeah, or nice, walk yeah. down the river trail to, or take the bus to, like it's you know, just so much easier. Um, and also, like, interestingly, like what we got, okay, we got a, a lot of comments about a couple things, but we got a lot of comments about like how much more child-friendly it seemed because you were able to walk around with your glass of wine. Right. Yeah. You weren't penned in a section. Yeah, you're not stuck in the beer tent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, uh, a mom with her two kids can be sitting on a hill drinking a glass of wine and her kids are running around. She can see them because it's not a giant sight. Yeah. And it's just so, it was just a lot more just a, a natural hangout environment. But yeah, the reaction was amazing. I mean, it was a little bit uh, it, it came, you know, the week of and the week the, and, and during the event. So, I mean, not necessarily awesome for ticket sales, but it was awesome for um, everybody who was here had a killer yeah. time. Cool. And it, it, this is obviously, you want to keep this going, right? I mean, I know yep. the second one, but Edmonton's done more. Yep, and, that's the yeah. plan. That's the plan. We, uh, we're, we're investing in a couple of new pieces for our stage this year. We had a really cool backdrop and we're building a piece um, that will hang on the stage cool. this year. So. Cool. It's, yeah, it's kind of about the whole package of art. And I mean, we'd love to see it expanded to be, um, to, to move to a place where we're doing more of an, a physical art presence as okay. well. Um, but we're starting with what we know really well. Why did Winnipeg get chosen as the second city for the festival? Um, it seemed like there was a, that there was room in the market for this kind of festival downtown, for one. Um, and for two, Six Shooters always loved Winnipeg and the people from Winnipeg. Okay. Um, one of... Uh, our, our primary bands, a band that we've been working with the longest is Whitehorse, Luke Doucette, yeah, yeah. who's from Winnipeg, so that's kind of an automatic connection uh, to the city. Um, 
and yeah, he's been with uh, Shauna DeCarci, the founder of the of the company, since I don't know year two thousand. Okay. In terms of uh, you know management and, and label, so yeah, there's a uh, the Luke connection, and uh, it's also I mean the city's got such a great history of music and music For lovers. Sure, yeah. So it was a yeah, it was a. Kind of similar in vibe to uh, Edmonton in that way. Okay, and has Edmonton been pretty successful? Yeah, it's been really great. That's good. Yeah, totally sustainable. Like, you know, we don't rely on government funding. We, it's it happens. Nobody gets rich off of it, but everybody, you know, everybody gets paid all the time, and it can yeah, happen yeah. next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. So that's what we're aiming to do here. Cool. Okay. And just to change, switch gears a little bit. Uh, what does this mean for you as a performer? Like, how does this? Uh, how, how big of a show is this for you to, to get to play at this? You know, there's going to be obviously a lot of people here. Probably a lot of them checking you out for the first time. Uh, you know what, man? I always tell people, like, whether I'm sitting at home at, in my living room practicing music yeah. or whether I'm up north in northern Manitoba or on the west coast of, like, Vancouver Island in the Howsit or on stage in front of 3,000 people, you're getting this. I'm doing the same thing. You know, like I'm, I'm, like I'm transmitting a signal and I'm telling a story, and people are, are people are in in the radius are gonna be able to hear it, right? Yeah. So like for me, like I try not to put like uh, a marker as to like, oh, this one's a big one, you know what I mean? Or this one, because I played folk fest last year, which Winnipeg is huge, folk yeah. fest, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've like I've done like tweener sets for like Chris Christopherson and stuff wow, like that, yes. and like, but like. The biggest moment for me I ever had in music was after the Aboriginal People's Choice Music Awards in uh, 2014, and I got off stage and I had a show at the Pyramid, and like everybody I knew was there, and then I all, all of a sudden had a band out of nowhere. Like they, they were just on stage. They're like, "Hey, you want us to join you?" I'm like, "Sure." Yes, I and we played, cool, cool. and then like I had a ton of people I knew there, and they were they were at one point were singing one of my songs back louder yeah. than and like you know what I mean. So like that was my marker in music. Yeah, yeah. You know, like where I'm like, yeah, that's that's all I really needed. You know what I mean? And so like the, everything else is just a bonus. So as as the crowd isn't the point, right? It's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So like I think you know, for people in Winnipeg, they'll they'll get a chance to to see someone that's that's like lived here for quite a while, and uh, that's someone that is native. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I know there's a lot of stereotypes and a lot of things out there. So like, you know, like for me, it's just about like I don't come. To, to perform to be anybody's token you know what I mean I come to kick ass and I come to like <laughs> like do a good job yeah. right so like that's that's my mentality that I go into every every show and and like for so for, for people that come here and see this I want them to be like okay this guy's good like I want to I want to support this type of music and yeah like that's that's really all I can ask for man is like you know just to, for myself to show up and like and do my best and then if people connect to it and then that's that's entirely like up to them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. sure. Bring CDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. And bring yeah, yeah. merch. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe a, maybe a, a related question then is: Do you have to? I mean, if you're playing a show in front of 50 people versus a show like this, do you have to change your your set? I mean, do you tailor your set to the audience a little bit? Is there is there something different you have to do to kind of get that message across to a large crowd versus a smaller one? Or uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes. I've played in so many different places, man. You know what I mean? Like I've played, like I, I go to a lot of reserves in a lot of places, like that that don't have a lot of money or like a budget or anything. You know what right. I mean? Like I've been in places where I've had to like tape microphones onto like two by fours. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, and yeah. like 
and like I, I did my best you know what I mean like that's all I can really do so like for for this it's, it's important for me to play interstellar rodeo I think like because it's 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 in treaty one territory I was born here you know what I mean like and I grew up two and a half hours north of here and I think it's good for for non-indigenous people to see indigenous representation within their own city because a lot of times it doesn't happen you know yeah sure so yeah. like even for like folk fest or like I, I played Mariposa and they were on uh, they're in like Anishinaabeg territory Rama's across the lake from them and I didn't see I don't think I saw one native person at the festival you know what I mean like here last year I came and like I, all my friends were here to see Blue Rodeo and yeah, they were yeah, here to yeah. see the Dwight yeah. Yoakum, you know what I mean? So like, I just call them the Dwight Yoakum. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, they were... He's the only one, right? There's, like, there's, there's, rep, there's representation here, like, and like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's a chance to see, uh, or it's a chance for me to present uh, a different side of our people than what the, the optic of Winnipeg normally sees, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, so, for me, it is important, but I try not to think about it. Okay. To kind of... Uh, Go on what you were just saying there. Do you think, uh, you know, like I said, I've talked to a lot of people on the show, a lot of people from different backgrounds, different kinds of music, and it seems like there are a lot of different kind of within the larger Winnipeg music scene. There's a lot of smaller kind of scenes built into there. I mean, there's a uh, francophone music, for example. There's like a very strong francophone scene, and a lot of those bands don't play with the English bands. I mean, they, you know, they have their own kind of. Some of them do, and there's a lot of crossover, but a lot of them are kind of separate. And I feel like that there's an indigenous music scene as well that yeah. a lot of people are just. Uh, some of them definitely break out, and and you know they're they're well known with a wider scene, but. Um, Often you know you, you go to you go to an event like the the, the uh, Aboriginal Day thing they have here, and you see some of these these artists, and they're huge, but they haven't. I mean, the someone like me has never heard of them before, and it's like, wow, these guys are really good, and they're massive. Look at the crowd. But yeah. you know what I mean? Do you think, do you think there's a, a, a like a kind of a division uh, where you this is kind of like okay, people consider this as indigenous music or this Frank Moon music or, or all these other groups? I think. I mean, it shouldn't I be. I think right, no. Well, you know, like there's there's. Like for a long time, there has been separate categories and segregation set up through music. Like, look at the Junos; they have an yeah. Aboriginal, Aboriginal category. Music, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so totally. like Aboriginal so, music. Yeah, Aboriginal <laughs> music, and like, what is what exactly does that That's mean? Like the Vegas you know what I mean? Genre, so yeah, yeah. so like, bell, have a whistle. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a really like there is definitely uh, like uh, divisions. You know what I mean? Or like there's there's little lines in the sand. And like speaking, of, actually, I. I find I, I work a lot with the French community in yeah. uh, in when I when I'm in Winnipeg, you know, like uh, Christine Dugas uh, and uh, MJ Dandino, mm -hmm. who's Métis, you know. So like, I work within the French community a lot, and then like uh, Sheik Amin, like yeah, good yeah. friends of mine, you know what I mean. Like we just hang out and jam sometimes, you know what I mean. So the music scene is pretty tight knit, and we do have our little like pockets of like segregation of like you know what I mean. Like we're not gonna be like necessarily. Uh, playing the same show on the same bill, you know what I mean? But like, we're doesn't mean we're not friends or anything. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, like, yeah, there is there is a little bit of division, like, but like to be fair, like there is still division in Canada. Like, oh, there yeah, is absolutely. still a, there course, is still yeah. a reserve system that was yeah, built yeah. out of the Indian Act. You know, the yeah. Indian Act still exists. There is still yeah, like there is still a numbering system to 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 prove your blood of who you are and like what you they're def like the government is allowed to define our nationhood still you know what i mean right, so yeah, like yeah. so there is like still that stuff in reality so of course like we're gonna operate in ways that are in those divisional systems you know what i mean so like yeah of course i'm gonna feel like i need to be in the aboriginal category even though like i don't fuck i don't ever call myself aboriginal you know what i mean like i know who i am i know my identity and uh but sometimes i have to check a box you know yeah. what i mean and yeah, it's yeah. like unfortunate that it happens that way so what do I have to offer that ain't already been written? The 
who should I believe? To whom should I listen? I got these people on the TV telling me it's all but over. Got the preacher man telling me I should be afraid, cause Jesus on his way, so I better start praying. But what about the pain of the words he's not saying, God? Kids in the rack being killed by the president. Kids on the res where suicide is evident. And politicians make it seem like it's all irrelevant. Until the next election comes, then it's on the regiment. Dirty police, murderers in uniform. Killing my peeps and then filling out the proper forms. And I ain't even tripping. I know everyone ain't innocent, but I thought we had rights. In this country that we living in. I guess I wouldn't know Cause to you I'm just an Indian You'd rather see me fail in life And end up in imprisonment But how could you just look at me With judgment in your eyes You ain't seen the ups and downs And struggles of my life And I've been trying since birth Just to break this curse But it just gets worse and worse and worse and I used to be the one running around Feeling down on my luck A young boy with a criminal Touch, I didn't know no better. I was living it up, and if I wasn't getting down, I was getting the rush out of something that I shouldn't do. Wouldn't you? After all, it's the shit that they tell you that you couldn't do. But I made it through, and I'ma get mine, even if it means rope and doping through them tough times. Damn, this rare's life. It's getting dirty, dirty, hardcore depression like I'm living in the dirty thirties And even kids now, they got them thirty thirties ready to blast at a party Man, it isn't pretty, I know you heard me, but are you listening? Through the bottles getting smashed, it's like it was a christening just put the whiskey in A cup and mix it in With the words I'm speaking And you see the light like Christians How could you just look at me With judgment in your eyes You ain't seen the ups and downs The struggles of my life And I've been trying since birth Just to break this curse But it just gets worse and worse and worse and as the world turns I see my concerns are blowing in the wind like a fire when it burns I'm a lion on the prowl, I'm the writing on the wall I'm the trumpet static blasting as your gates begin to fall I'm a dynamite explosion, the wind that brings erosion The middle of the ocean when your ship just sank I'm the heat of the desert when you got no drink I'm the tip of the top, I'm the tick of the clock When you got a minute left and your heart's about to stop I'm the right, I'm the wrong, I'm the lyrics to the song I'm the answer to the question you've been asking all along Yeah! How could you just look at me with judgment in your eyes? You ain't seen the ups and downs, the struggles in my life And I've been trying since birth just to break this curse But it just gets worse and worse and worse and How could you just look at me with judgment in your eyes? You ain't seen the ups and downs, the struggles of my life And I've been trying since birth just to break this curse But it just gets worse and worse and worse, yeah Like I'm playing uh, Aboriginal Music Week Which was started out of Manitoba Music and uh, Alan Grey Eyes Alan and Grey Eyes, it's just a little shout out to Alan Yeah, he's an awesome guy he's that's awesome like guy. He's, uh, he's blurring the lines for like a, And we're creating our own stars, you know what I mean? And like our music 
you know we don't we don't necessarily have the the same resources that a lot of uh, uh, provincial uh, school systems have within our communities so like sometimes it's gonna take us a little bit longer to oh you mean to, just to to like at the childhood yeah just at that, the yeah. child like yeah. I, I've been to like sagging and they're like I wish we had a music program you know what I mean like they have a shops teacher that teaches them guitar every now and then you know what I mean <laughs> like and I go to like a school here in Winnipeg and like there's guitars there's saxophones yeah, there's yeah, like all totally. kinds of stuff you know what I mean so like you know, we're still we're still like in the rebuilding phase. You know what I mean? And like, it's 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 gonna. It took a long. It took a lot of generations to get here. Yeah. And it may take just as long to get back on track. So you know what I mean? Like uh, for myself, like I try to just like I said, just come and like kick ass and do a good job. And then like for everybody else, like I'm trying to inspire the next people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's what I find my job is to like to inspire some people that are going to be like five times better than me yeah, right. and they're going to inspire people that are like five and then like even be, being at the forks here like looking at the way people are interacting with each other like it's not in groups like the way i was growing up like there was a group of native kids and there was a group of white kids there was a group like whatever you know what i mean now everybody's kind of yeah, just hanging cool. out you know what i mean so like i'm they're growing up in a different world that i yeah. i didn't really but there is still like the reserve you know what i mean like where we don't get that a lot you know what i mean like sometimes the only outside influence uh, of other cultures are like uh teachers you know through a right. teach education system so the kids that have the benefit of growing up in the city are growing up in a really in a world that's not as segregated and uh, with the internet i think a lot of things are changing people are like people can catch on to pop culture as soon as it happens yeah, as opposed sure. to like two years later you know or three years later so definitely like things are changing and there is still segregation and i think it should be talked about and acknowledged because if you just kind of keep it under the rug or try to put it in the closet it's just like you know eventually the bones are going to start rattling and people are going to be upset but yeah, if we yeah. can have open dialogue and talk as humans you know what i mean like and just talk about some of the things that have happened without feeling guilty or shameful you know what i mean like on both sides you know like it's it's important to to, to not try and hide the truth but to speak it, you know, from a from a comfortable place where like or an uncomfortable place, you yeah. know what I mean? That oh, makes sense. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like you know what I mean? Like for my, for me, like I, I I talk about a lot of heavy stuff and like I've always seen music as like a medicine and like I kind of like see it as something as a as a way to turn a negative into a positive. And, you know, that's that's what I'm trying to do. So like I don't know if Yes, there is segregation. There's there's still a little bit of uh, you know like uh, a divide between uh, peoples, but it's beginning to blur a little bit. And I think people are actually they're starting to understand how things got this way, as opposed yeah. to just being like pointing fingers. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. Yeah. Like the history is a little bit more illuminated than it ever has been. Before. Yeah. Or just like oh, this is how it is. We can't change it. Whatever. Right? People at least yeah, people at least want to try and yeah. figure something out. To make yeah. It. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I can't say anything better than that. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I kind of just blacked out. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's a, Go with it. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's, that, that, yeah. that's good though. Like, I mean, that's because uh, it, it is interesting, eh, Winnipeg. I mean, that you do have all these little pockets, uh, especially with music, because everyone I find, I mean, just again from doing the show with so many different people, the amount of like incestuousness in the Winnipeg music scene is insane where you talk to someone and then two years later I talk to them and they're in a band and their new band has three other people I talked to <laughs> two yeah, years yeah, earlier in yeah, different yeah. bands so it's almost weird to see kind of separate pockets when everyone's mixing so much especially within the music scene itself right I mean there's like well the other thing is is like it feels like it's a big scene but it's really not yeah it feels like it's a big scene because people mix and match and uh, 
you know. Everyone's in 35 this. bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 tons of bands, yeah. but yeah, when you break it down, it's a it's kind of a small core of people at any given point that's uh, kind of making the music and, and playing the shows and all that. Yeah. Is there anyone that uh, for for this festival that, that you would like to see like a you know dream scenario kind of a, in a future? Uh, Whether you can, I don't know if you can. You Jack can White, it, right? how yeah, cool would yeah. that be? That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a pretty successful show, I think. Yeah, that would be a yeah. pretty successful yeah. show. Never sure if that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but actually, Katie Lang was uh, one of Shauna's targets. Okay. Um, as performer, one of the interstellar rodeos since she first started, like she's been putting cool, an offer cool. in on Katie Lang every single oh, year. Oh, even back to the Edmonton oh, yeah, days. Yeah. Oh yeah, every single year putting an offer in Katie Lang and Lyle Lovett. Those are okay. and Jack White, and and maybe Beck. You know, That'd those be are cool the ones, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Just put the offer in, try to make it happen, yeah. and uh, so finally in this incarnation with the Case Lang Veers, it happened. So that's going to be pretty special, I think. So one of them checked off the list, I guess, and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a cool, innovative way. Like, I mean, not that Katie Lang by herself wouldn't be cool and innovative, because she's, like, just a queen. Like, she's perfect. Yeah, she's just iconic, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but adding in the Nico Case and the Laura Veers, it's... And it, it could just be fleeting. This could be the only record. This could be the only tour. There's no... Right, you know, it's no one-offs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no note of a next project. So this just might be it. And so that, that really fits our, our thing very well. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, to get Willie Nelson. Yeah, Willie Nelson. Amazing, amazing, amazing. We've tried him too, but he doesn't like to cross the border all that much. Uh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, I saw him. I saw that he's going to be playing in, at Casino Rama. Where's so, that? And it's in, it's uh, it's near Orillia. It's okay. Reserves, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, I was like, oh, Willie's playing in Canada. I saw him play at the Fox Theater in Detroit last Jeez. year. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh man, it was amazing. He's and Merle Haggard was there. Oh boy, so the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like months, so are you gonna months go before Orillia. I'm I'm busy that weekend. I wanted to so bad. I like just to, I would have made like a special trip probably to go. You know, like because I'm gonna be in the area anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I want to go see Willie again. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Willie Nelson, man. Like, that was on my bucket list last year, and I was just like, I saw he was playing in Detroit, and it's like Merle well, Haggard. I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I played. Yeah. I played actually. I played folk music Ontario. And then, like, you played, like, a couple days after that, so I just drove just down from Toronto. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of those guys are, I mean, he's getting old, too, right? A lot yeah. of those guys are kind of, yeah. might be last chance to see him, so. Yeah. yeah. And he still, he still puts on Is he still show. doing it? Yeah. 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 Um, Courtney Barnett would be a really cool one for me. I had the okay. privilege of seeing her at a showcase um, in Brighton, England, and... Holy crow, yeah, that she good. can wail. She's so great. So she would be, I would love, I would just, yeah, I would love to see her open air in my city. Cool, cool. Okay, well, um, I guess we should probably remind people where, when the festival is happening, oh, yeah, where okay. they can get tickets, all, all that stuff. So Yeah, Interstellar Rodeo is happening at the Forks, uh, August 14th to 16th. Um, tickets, interstellarrodeo.com. Can they buy them at the door too? Or is yeah, we can buy them at the door. Yeah. We're, we're lucky that we have a site that is gigantic. Yes, yeah, So huge. the chances of selling out are pretty slim. Yeah. Um, and if we're close to selling out, we'll make sure that uh, that the heads up is given far and wide. But uh, but yeah, tickets at the door. You can buy weekend passes. That's your best deal. You can buy day passes. So if you are going to the lake or you just are interested in seeing Wilco or whatever the case may be, um, you can buy just a single one day pass. Um, yeah, whole site is licensed. We have, we're, we're really excited to be working with our friends at Half Pint. 
to do some uh, Manitoba beer. Cool. Uh, and a delicious Ontario cider called Tommy's. Um, and uh, incredible wines. And yeah, it's quality, not quantity, is kind of what we're going for here. Cool, cool. And is the website the best place to go to find information on the artists and things yeah. like that? Yeah, uh, interstellarrodeo.com is all the info, all the info about all of the artists playing, um, detailed schedule information, information about uh, all of our wine partners, um, site map. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And then Leonard, if people want to find out more about your music, what's the best way for you to do that? You can go to leonardsumner.com or respoetry.com or just type in Leonard Sumner on Google and it should come up. Cool. Yeah, and then, yeah, just check it out. And check you out at the festival, obviously. Yeah, come check it out, man. Like, I think it's going to be a good time. Everybody's everybody's going to be rocking and everybody's going to be rolling. Cool. Okay, well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, uh, you go to wishpolice.com, click on podcasts. There's 190-some of them there. Uh, all the archives are there for free download and streaming uh, going back to 2012. So we encourage people to check out some of the past shows as well. And we also air on uh, UMFM on 1.5 on Sunday nights at midnight, which is like prime radio time. Totally. <laughs> so, you know, we, we obviously have tons of listeners then, but if you do feel like tuning in um, on Sundays at midnight, those are older episodes that get kind of a second win, which is really cool because, you know, I'm doing a new one of these every week, so it's kind of nice to get a second chance to promote the one yeah. that happened. So, uh, I mean, the one that aired uh, a couple of days ago was from February, so it's quite a bit of a, a length. So yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. And uh, we also have a show coming up on August 29th that we really would like to have people come out to. It's called The Big Mix-Up 2. Uh, we did the first one in May on May 30th at the Park Theatre, and this is again at the park. And the premise of this show is we have about 15 local musicians, um, all different instruments, all different genres. Most of them have never played together before. And uh, basically their names go into a hat. We draw a band out of the hat and they perform live songs based on audience suggestions. So the crowd yells at a genre of music and yells out a theme. And this you know, impromptu band has to perform that sounds terrifying. It's, it's yeah. fun. It was really fun. I mean, there were some, some disasters, but some of it actually worked out incredibly well. So we have an entirely new band this time. Um, none of the people who performed last time are on, and it's just people from all different local bands, uh, you know, as wide a range of music as I could find. And we're going to be doing this hopefully every th- every few months at the park, uh, as long as we continue to get a good crowd uh, attendance. So great. really encourage people to check that out. And uh, you can find all the information about that uh, next few days on wishpolice.com. So yeah, everyone should come check out the festival, and uh, thanks a lot for having me.
Stay